You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiwa Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. On today's episode, I am very excited to talk about our relationships after motherhood. So I don't know about you, but I know for myself that I had a specific idea of how it would feel for me to be a mother. I was told by so many people that it will be the best experience of my life, that I will be joyful, happy, excited. It's just this experience of becoming a mother will elevate me in so many, so many ways. And there's truth to that. It changed me. It broke me. It humbled me. And then I had to rebirth myself in so many ways as a new person. But I also want to talk about the real experience of motherhood that so many women navigate through and not so many women are open to share. Because if you say as a woman that motherhood can leave you exhausted, overwhelmed, confused, unsure about your identity, you might feel not only shame from yourself and guilt, but you might experience shame and guilt from the people around you. Because as a mother, you are expected, you are expected to be always happy, always, because that's your role as a woman and as a mother. And this is not the reality for so many of us, almost all of us, I could say, as I work with women who are mothers and navigate their own self-identity after becoming one. And nothing, no book, no course can prepare you for what it means to be in that role for the lifetime. I remember talking to my own mom um, and she told me, Ludmiwa, I'm so happy for you. You are entering the best chapter of your life. And then we had our first son and I looked in the mirror and I couldn't recognize the person I was looking at. I had no idea who I was. And I was so confused because I was told that my experience will be completely different. And when I tried to have a conversation, an honest conversation with women around me or even with my mom and bless her heart, I love her. The response was, why are you complaining? You have a healthy child, healthy marriage. You are doing fine. Like just get on with this. And I did in so many ways, but I didn't realize that so many women unconsciously go through postpartum depression, that we are trying to navigate our hormones that we are trying to figure out who we are right now when we went from two people relationship to three people relationship and when our children need us so much, they are entitled to that because we bring them to this world. It requires so much patience. It requires such a presence. We don't speak of the nights that we don't sleep through. 
we are sleep deprived, <laughs> we are hormonal, and I just want to I just want to bring the realness to this conversation because motherhood has been the best experience and also the most challenging experience that I went through in my whole entire life, and I went through a lot of things. It can be very all-consuming, all-consuming, and it requires a lot of energy. It requires us as mothers, if we are ready for it, to reinvent ourselves and to heal our own attachment wounds that we've been carrying from our own childhood. Very often, our most intimate relationships with our partners and also with our children will mirror everything we were unaware of or mirror everything that we still need to look at and heal within ourselves. Not everybody's ready for this. Not everybody understands that. I didn't understand that for the first few years of my son's birth. And I thought there was something wrong with me. I literally thought, what is wrong with me? That I'm not this happy, joyful mother that I hear you have to be apparently because that's how motherhood feels like. And I remember thinking, I need to see someone because I'm just spiraling, spiraling. And it felt so lonely and isolating. And we went from the party of two and a lot of romance, a lot of time together. And, you know, having time for our pleasure when, when we just felt like it to being completely depleted and exhausted and sleep deprived. We didn't have any family around. And I think for many women, it looks the same or, f or similar. If your experience was so much better, I'm so happy for you. But even if your experience was better in the beginning, motherhood will bring a lot of challenges through all the ages and chapters of this season. And many of us women are conditioned to take care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves and especially our children. The whole idea of family changed so much in the last hundred years. We went from the relationship of the mother and the father being the, the center of the family to children being the center of the family. And what it does to the modern family is really taking the focus of the main relationship of the parents to the relationship of the children and with the children. And also... It leaves us as adults and as couples completely overwhelmed and burned out. Because by the time we do everything for the kids, and if the kids are the priority always before the relationship, we don't have anything left for each other. And when we don't have anything left for each other, with time, we don't even recognize each other, ourselves, and what we are doing in this relationship. And we become so conditioned to just get up, feed the kids, take them to school, maybe connect in the evening, maybe even not. And we react and respond from autopilot. I think the divorce rate in the US right now is 50%. And one of the reasons is money, children, and the sex life. Children bring a lot of pressure to the marriage, if you don't have a great, or the partnership, you don't have to be married, if you don't have a great foundation of your relationship. And a great foundation of a relationship is built by two individuals. You as a woman being, or at least feeling whole with yourself and your partner being independent and whole with himself. And if that is absent, the child that comes into your world will rock 
your relationship to the core. I didn't realize myself how much of unhealed things I was carrying when I became a mother. I love my husband. We have an amazing relationship. We are now 12 years together. But the first years of motherhood, I was becoming undone. I was becoming undone. And I had no idea how to help myself because everybody around me was saying how amazing they were doing. And so many women I talked to, they were telling me how amazing they are doing. So I thought there is something wrong with me. Until, until I realized that there is so much stigma and there's so much shame to openly speak about the challenges of motherhood that so many women struggle in silence. And it doesn't have to be a struggle in silence. It can be an open communication and conversation that we all can have as society, as culture, as communities, as families. And so when I went on self-discovery of who do I want to be right now as a mother, because as I was showing up for my son, I was doing an amazing job in so many ways. And in so many ways, I had no idea what I was doing. And asking advice of my own mom that did her best wasn't enough for me. And the way I was raised in my old culture in Eastern Europe wasn't working for me. And so I literally had to commit to figuring out who do I want to become as a mother. And I had to come to realization that mothering is a relationship. It's a relationship you have with yourself and relationship you have with your children. And if you focus your energy on building and healing relationship within yourself, it transfers to the relationship you have with your kids. If you are reactive, if you are impatient, if you are controlling, if you are fixing, if you tell them what they need to be and who they need to be constantly and how they have to behave, you are missing the most important part of this, of, of this relationship. And it is a relationship. Now, 11 years later, I look at my older son and I notice how much of my own healing and evolving and growth as a woman and as his mother influenced him and impacted him as a boy who is now in the middle school. And I couldn't be more proud. But let me tell you, the challenges are not over. The hard years were really hard. And I wouldn't change it for a minute. Because of my firstborn son, I had an opportunity to, to change and an opportunity to ask myself, who do I want to be in this world? Who do I want to be in this family? And how do I want to be a leader as a mother in my family unit? And I hope you ask yourself the same questions as well, because I know as much as you can be exhausted or overspent or overextended, you do want to be a great mother because every woman I talk to feels guilty about not being good enough. And feeling not good enough as a mother or guilty isn't bringing anything positive to the relationship or to the energy of this container between you and your children. It distracts you from being present. So instead of feeling guilty, I would encourage you to ask yourself, how do I want my kids to remember me? How do I want my kids to remember me? And what kind of a person do I need to become so they can remember me in, the, in that way? And of course, we cannot guarantee that. But I will tell you this. If you want your kids to remember you as a warm, safe, stable, connected, consistent person that was always there no matter what they did, 
you can become that person because it's you being just that. So when I remember my first years of motherhood, and I have a lot of clients that, that try to navigate that. How do we navigate being a mother, being a wife or a partner, being a woman, and then being a professional woman and a daughter and a friend? So many hats that we are wearing and we want to be great at all the relationships. You need to be so clear on the values, on your own values for yourself, for your family, for your children, that you not only want to preach about, but you need to embody. If one of your values is integrity, you need to embody integrity within your family system. If one of your values is healthy conflict resolution, how are you navigating conflict with your spouse, with your partner and with your children? I remember when I had no skills on self-regulation and managing my emotions, I used to be very reactive. And I remember this moment when I just started yelling at my son and, and he looked at me and he said, mom, you are yelling at me, telling me that I need to stop yelling. That makes no sense. And of course it doesn't make sense. So in the motherhood process, I discovered that I don't know more than my kids. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. They know a lot, they're smarter than we can imagine. And they're always mirrors to ourselves. So when my son said that to me, I had a choice in that moment to disagree with him and to be the parent that is authoritarian and tell him he has no right to speak to me this way. Or I had a choice of embracing it and saying, you are right son, and this is on me. And in that moment of decision-making, you can completely change the trajectory of your relationship or you can keep going on that path that creates more disconnection from yourself and your child. And I hope I can encourage you to be just very curious. I know it can be overwhelming to look in a mirror and see what you need to look, look for and look at and work with. I understand that because this process isn't easy. But I want you to know that as a mother, you teach your kids about compassion love, trust, safety, communication. You are together with your partner. You have such a huge impact on your kid's attachment style. Do they feel secure? Do they feel safe to be themselves authentically? Another lesson I had to learn is that my kid's behavior doesn't define them. Like my behavior doesn't define me. We are always valuable. We are always beautiful human beings that deserve love and gentleness and kindness. And sometimes, even though we are worthy and enough, our behaviors can speak something else. And it's okay, because we are not here to be perfect. We're here to be human. So the second lesson I had to learn is how to speak to my children and to myself when the behavior wasn't what we were hoping for and make it really separate from their worth. Because children are very self-centered. So if you give them feedback, they will take it as I'm not good enough. There is something wrong with me. I need to change who I am. So my mom is happy with me. Very important lesson. And as I'm navigating the middle school with our older son, I will tell you this work pays off big time in your child's self-confidence and also in your own self-confidence as a parent, because you know you are doing something right. 
And let me tell you, it feels great. But I don't do it perfectly. And I don't expect you as a mother to do it perfectly because it's completely impossible. And who wants to carry such a burden? But I encourage you to start learning how can I love my kids more by accepting them for who they are? How can I love them more by managing my own emotional well-being? How can I love my kids more by learning how to be patient and accepting them? Like acceptance is such a huge piece. And it's a piece of unconditional love for the other and for yourself. So this comes, the third point is, you can only love your kids and, and extend the kindness to them to the, to the extent that you do that for yourself. Because if you are impatient with yourself, you would project it on your kids. If you are impatient with yourself, your growth, your performance, you will project it on your kids. And I know we are unaware of that, but it does happen. I remember looking at my son, who is now 11 years old, when he was six and he didn't feel like doing any homework. And I remember being so activated looking at him and I was getting so angry and thinking, just do this homework, child. It is not so difficult. And as he was looking at me, I thought to myself, why am I so intense about this? Like, what is this really about? And it was so clear for me in that moment that I struggled with doing homework and completing homework when I was at school because so much of the material was not appealing to me, not interesting. So my brain was disengaging. And I always thought that I'm not smart enough because I'm disengaging with the material and I'm not doing the homework. And because I'm, I was not doing it at school, I struggled in my youth and in my 20s to figure out what to do with my life. And in that moment, I had to realize that he's not me. That first of all, his unwillingness to do the homework doesn't mean he will struggle just like I did. That the way I'm approaching him comes from a lot of fear and insecurities within myself and for his future. And I really had to own it and understand that I'm here to support him and I am here to teach him what I can in self-responsibility. But as a six-year-old, if he's not doing the homework, his life will not be ruined and he will not have to struggle as me in his 20s because he has a mother who is aware and he has a father who is involved. And in that moment, when I let go of this pressure of making him more responsible, I give him an opportunity to learn how to be more self-responsible. And I'm looking at him right now and he's 11 and he does homework and he's in gifted program and he's excelling and he's thriving, but he's not only thriving academically, he's thriving in how he handles his emotions and how he relates to himself and how he relates to other people and how he can follow his own trust within himself, how to be in relationships. That was a very important lesson for me to learn. And I realized through this journey of motherhood, and I hope you can see it too, that whenever we get activated, whenever we have strong emotional responses to our children, very often it's not about them. And almost always it is about us. And as I said before, when we are, when we are presented those moments, we are really presented an opportunity, opportunity to keep struggling, opportunity to feel hopeless, opportunity to feel like there is something wrong and, and be frustrated with ourselves and our lives. And sometimes I can still feel like this. Sometimes when the season in my business is busy and um, something is not going my, my way, I can be more uh, overextended. It happens. It really happens. Real life happens. 
And when those moments happen, I can be maybe less present or less um, understanding. It still happens. But the way I come back from it right now is so much different. The way I repair after conflict is so much different. The way that my kids feel around me and I feel around them so much quicker to understand what is really happening. What is really underneath of my way of presenting and being as a mother in those moments. And just doing this work of self-exploration when motherhood broke me and made me again also influenced me as a wife in my marriage and me as a woman in my business and me as a woman in all my different relationships. I'm forever grateful for that journey. And I just wish for all of us to be able to create a space for honest conversations about motherhood. How sometimes we feel like we cannot keep up with everything. And sometimes we feel everything was easier and calmer. And sometimes we don't know how to be not doing and overscheduling ourselves because calmness and space and peace is so uncomfortable for us. <sighs> I applaud all of you mothers because this is not as easy as it seems. So I would love to end with that, that even though today you might feel like you don't know what you are doing, or you might feel like you are not doing a great job and you feel guilty, or you just reacted with your kids and you don't know how to help yourself, it's all okay. It is all okay. Because you are the key element if you want to change that. That's first of all. Second of all, I want you to think just to have so much grace for yourself because being the open space for your kids' emotions, it's sometimes a lot. They have a lot of emotions, so they're counting on you. And I want to say that motherhood can be hard and it can be the most fulfilling. And motherhood can be mo most heartbreaking and it can be the, the, the most exciting experience in your life. It can be both. It can be both, it can be both. And it is okay because experience is a duality. And I just want all of us to be more real about the realness of this chapter. When you become a mother and you shift from relationship of two to relationship of three, four, five, six, or whatever that is for you. Have grace, be patient, be compassionate. First and foremost with yourself first. And remember, may we all feel deeply connected to ourselves and those around us. Thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel heal and connect again. My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. Please share this with other women in your life. It is time we share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodroof.com and I will see you next week.